Hello and welcome to Unlocking Possibilities, the podcast that will help you to transform your life from the inside out. I'm your host, Sarah Fletcher, and as a coach and trainer of powerful coaching modalities, I believe that we all have great potential to lead and live a life of compassion, creativity, and courage. I believe that as you learn to appreciate and honor all that you are, you can learn to trust your innate intuitive guidance to unlock possibilities for living the life of your dreams. Every day you get to choose how you want to show up and who you want to become. And in this podcast, I'll be sharing with you wisdom and practical applications from positive psychology, neuroscience and coaching to help you achieve all that you want in your life and live with more ease, joy, connection and fulfillment. So if you are ready to truly live a heart-led life and embrace all that you are, then stay with me, tune in. I have so much to share with you. Hello and welcome to this episode in Unlocking Possibilities. So let me ask you some questions. What do you do when you wake up first thing in the morning? Are you somebody who reaches for your phone and begins to scroll through social media? Do you end up getting lost in social media? Do you look through the news? Do you then go and check your emails Uh, Or, you know, do you wake up and your eyes open and you start thinking about the hundreds of things that you've got to do that day? Or maybe you're worrying about the things that you didn't do yesterday. Do you run the same narrative of, here we go again, another Groundhog Day doing the same old thing? Are you stressing and worrying about the things that you can't control? So my next question is, if you're doing all of this when you wait, when you first wake up, then have you ever noticed how your mind and body feels when you're doing it? Have you ever noticed that it's having an impact on your nervous system and on your stress response? You know, as you're doing those behaviors, if this is what you do when you wake up, which I know many people do because I have these conversations on a daily basis. Uh, So, you know, are you noticing what your breathing rate is doing as you're scrolling through social media, as you're reading the news, as you're churning the narrative through your mind? Are you noticing any tension in your body and, you know, how your body actually feels? And are you noticing your mood um, and, you know, how it actually um, starts the day off for you? My guess is probably not. Because for many of us, we don't notice. We just do these things on autopilot. We get up, we do what we do, we do the same thinking, we do the same behaviors, and we're not necessarily aware of the impact that this is having on our mind-body system. We're not aware of the impact it's having maybe on our mood for the day and you know how we are actually setting up the day. And we have thousands of thoughts a day that go unnoticed They just run in the background um, and every thought that we have has a physiological response in our body. And again, this often goes unnoticed. You know, our heart rate might increase. We might have tensing in our muscles, a tightening in the jaw or our shoulders. And because we do all of this on automatic pilot, we are repeating those same thoughts and behavior without even realizing the potential detriment that it is causing to our health and our well-being. So I'm just going to ask you for a moment just to, you know, check in with yourself and 
start to become aware of what you do when you um, open your eyes in the morning, whether you do just jump straight into those automatic habits of checking and setting off your nervous system response, your stress response, and to begin to really tune into perhaps what this is doing to your body. So, There was a time when I also used to do this and still now and again have to just check with myself and just make sure that I'm actually setting my day up intentionally rather than jumping straight on the phone to check my emails, which is the one that I tend to do. There was a a few years ago when I did this on an absolutely regular basis and I did it mindlessly without recognising that the the impact this was having um, on my body. So And what was actually happening for me was I was getting a physical response to my stress and what it was, it was my voice was going and every time I had some time off from work, I was a teacher at the time, every time I had um, some time off from work, my voice would improve. So I had this kind of gruff, sort of grainy sounding voice, which actually went on for a couple of years um, until I eventually decided to get it looked at because, you know, like many of us, we only get things sorted when they've been going on for a long time and it becomes a real inconvenience. So for me, my gruff and grainy voice was inconvenience because at the time I was enjoying going to some singing lessons and I wasn't able to sing with this gruff and grainy voice. So I decided that I needed to do something about it. So off I toddled to the doctors and ended up going to see a specialist who checked out what was actually going on and it was my my acid in my stomach was actually burning my voice box and my esophagus and was causing me to lose my voice and this was actually it was a stress response this was my um, autonomic nervous system the sympathetic part of my nervous system because I did live in that sort of high sympathetic mode so whilst I didn't feel mentally stressed as in, you know, I wasn't an over-worrier or an overthinker or haven't been particularly somebody who who does that. But actually, my physical body was stressed because of the things, because of the way I was living my life, the things that I was doing like getting up first thing and, and, and immediately switching on to 100 miles an hour without even realising that the physical strain um, on my body was was taking its toll. So being in sympathetic mode most of the time from the from my autonomic nervous system meant that I had a fast heart rate. I was, like I say, one hundred miles an hour, and I didn't rest my mind or my body very well. And my body was giving me signals that that it was in distress. It was in disease. And I wasn't paying attention. And I heard once um, on a um, podcast a few months ago myself about that pain, pay attention inside now. And I wasn't paying attention inside to what was going on. I was just letting it carry on, carrying on, carrying on what I was doing and not paying attention to the signals that my body was whispering and then shouting. <laughs> um, and I did pay attention when it shouted even louder. But I kept putting off, hope, you know, just thinking, oh, it will go away and eventually it'll be fine and I haven't got time to go and get this sorted and this is what many of us do you know we end up in this sympathetic mode of our nervous system where we are on 100 miles an hour where we are caught up in all these 
you know, unhealthy behaviours like constantly th- scrolling through social media or, you know, watching too much of the of the news or, what you know, doing things that aren't particularly healthy for our nervous system, going at 100 miles an hour, not resting and, and relaxing and taking the time to recharge our bodies. So for me, I was um, prescribed some ameprazole, I think it's called, and I'm not particularly a medication taker, so I wanted actually to get to the root cause of what was happening rather rather than just taking medication and and hoping for the best. So at the time, I was actually reading some of Louise Hay's work. I don't know if you've read um, her work about basically healing the, you know, the mind and the body. So I was reading that and I was also starting to get interested in mindfulness and meditation practices, which was good timing. Um, so as I was reading this, I started to do meditation and I introduced myself to at the time Andy Puddicombe's work and Headspace, which was kind of big at that time. And I began to slow my mind and body the heck down with some meditation every morning. I set intentions every morning of how I wanted my body to to be, how I wanted my mind to be. And I did a, a short meditation practice every single morning. And wow, what a difference. And I healed the problem from within um, over, I think it was about a space of three months and it's never returned, thankfully, because I now know that actually my nervous system needed the healing. I was in too much sympathetic mode and sympathetic being, that stress response of always on the go, always busy, not resting and recharging, not taking, not having downtime. And because I wasn't particularly stressed, like I say, in a sense of mentally stressed, I hadn't considered the nervous system stress and what that was actually doing to my body. So what I also discovered at this time was the profound effect of gratitude because some of the meditations that I was doing was around gratitude and that was an absolute game changer for me at that moment in my life and I believe that that was the antidote to to my stress response you know as well as obviously the the sort of meditation that I was doing that was that was having the physical effect actually the gratitude part of it made a huge impact in my life so I began then to wake up in the morning and instead of checking my emails instead of checking socials instead of thinking about the hundred things that I had to do that day and the hundred things that I hadn't completed yesterday or the day before I began to take my time waking in the morning and just lying in bed taking a nice breath listening to a meditation and practicing gratitude and I'm grateful that practicing gratitude has now become my morning routine and you know we know through science that gratitude enhances our mood because of the neurotransmitters that it releases in the brain. It's also linked with greater life satisfaction. It's it's linked with improved feelings of connection and it's it's linked with improved better health and well-being. And the even better thing is that gratitude and anxiety cannot coexist in the brain together. 
So it really is our antidote to stress. And we know the wider impacts of that are that when we feel good, we are more likely to extend that to others. So collectively, we all benefit as a human race. And in my opinion, what is not to love about that, that when we are feeling good when we are demonstrating gratitude for ourselves and our life. We extend that out to others so that other people get some of that too. And that's got to be a good thing. So my invitation to you is instead of starting your day scrolling, like perhaps I was doing, or, um, you know, maybe some of you out there do and, you know, triggering your nervous system, then start the day by expressing gratitude for yourself and others, expressing appreciation for yourself in a way that feels right for you. And I know, you know, I've coached people for a long, long time. And I know that when people start to do this, it can feel really uncomfortable because for many of us, um, we're not used to expressing gratitude for ourselves. We're not used to, you know, sort of saying how appreciative we are of things because it can be the, you know, the temptation can be that when we are struggling or when we are in a difficult place, the temptation can be to say, well, how can I focus on the good stuff when it doesn't feel like that, when there's, when there's so much out there that's horrible and when there's, um, you know, when I'm struggling in my life. So I, you know, I know that people can find this quite challenging to begin with. And I also know the benefits of what this brings to people's life because it becomes a habit. And like anything in life, we have to become what we want to be. So if we want to be more joyous and more content and, and happier, then we have to become that that we want. And gratitude is your almost your segue into that. Expressing appreciation for yourself in a way that feels right for you. Um, and you know, you can place your hand on your heart and you can amplify these positive emotions such as love, such as forgiveness, perhaps, because for a lot of people, unforgiveness keeps them stuck. So love, forgiveness, care and compassion. And you know, we know this is kind of some more science, we know that the heart is in continual dialogue with the brain and that the heart sends more messages up to the brain than the brain sends down to the heart. So this is why heartfelt emotions are such an important factor in reducing stress. So when you put your hand on your heart, when you send those messages up to your brain of love and forgiveness and care and appreciation and all of those wonderful high emotional states, um, you know, when you're high vibing, then you are going to really experience the positive benefits of this. So if you are ready in your life for the antidote to stress, then you know keep it successfully simple. If this is a practice that you are not used to doing, then just start the day simply with a couple of minutes of placing your hand on your heart. And so, you know, it can be really simple. I am grateful for this morning for, you know, opening my eyes. I'm grateful that as I look out the window, the sun is shining, if it is. <laughs> I live in Britain, so, you know, that's not always not always happening and making it really simple you know I'm grateful for the food in my fridge or whatever it is in your life and then tuning into some deeper 
feelings, deeper emotions. I, you know, I'm grateful for myself. I appreciate and honor and love all that I am. And then extending this out to others, you know, I am grateful for the the people in my life. I am grateful for the friendships that I have. I am grateful for the connections that I have. Whatever feels um, right for you. And just like, you know, brushing your teeth every single morning, make it a regular practice, turn it into a habit. And it's about becoming that gratitude and really noticing the difference inside and out. Um, You know, your outer world, as you heard me say before, is a reflection of your inner world. So the more that you practice gratitude, the more that you are going to experience peace on the inside and peace on the outside. Okay, so that brings us to the end of this episode. And I do hope that you find that practice uh, extremely helpful and useful. I'd love to know. So subscribe um, to my episodes, uh, review if you've enjoyed them and, um, you know, sending my gratitude out to your gratitude, connecting with you wherever you are. And I'll see you really soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I truly hope that you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed sharing it with you. You can check out the show notes for more details on what I've discussed today. And I'd love to hear your feedback on this episode. I'd also love it if you would review and remember to press follow so that you get it automatically downloaded every single week. And if you want to hear more from me, you can sign up to my mailing list where you will get inspiration and wisdom landing in your inbox. I can't wait to speak to you on the next episode and I'll see you really soon.